Welcome to Loving God and Making Money. This is Julaine Smith. And Kyla Alvarez. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. We are here today again uh, talking about uh, how to make some money. Yes. Because that is part of the whole idea of aligning our ambition to create wealth with our desire to serve the purposes of God. And you can do both. And everybody. we can do both. It is and, possible. And it's amazing to do both. And so creating wealth requires that you make money. And we are talking today uh, about uh, the answer to the question, are you ready to become a business owner? Because we are um, interested in helping to uh, inspire those of you who are listening to this podcast today who have a business idea. We're interested in helping you to push past any resistance, any fear, anything that you might be holding on to that's keeping you from moving forward totally. in that quest. And you right? got to name it. I think for a lot of people, especially in the line of work that I do as far as diversity, equity, inclusion, mm-hmm. half of it is just not even knowing what you need to name to be successful. Successful. This right. is like practical here where right. like the best way to aid you is to aid you with the right questions so that you can evolve for yourself. That's exactly right. And so when we talk about, are you ready to be a business owner? We really want you to uh, get practical, be real, honest with yourself, right? Do your and homework. Do your homework. <laughs> do your homework. And so today we're going to just uh, ask this question um, in this way. Uh, are you a self-starter? Mm-hmm. Are you a self-starter? What do I mean by a self-starter? Can you get yourself up out of the bed in the morning and get started with your day? If you know you don't have to go punch a clock, yes. uh, nobody's going to hold you accountable yes. for what time you got there. Yes. Nobody's going to look and see whether or not you worked a full day. Nobody's going to even check in no. on what you did during the day. Can I just tell you, Jelaine, this is like actually one of my biggest pets if people aren't self-starters oh no (laughs) it's because I think what's so hard for me is as somebody who feels called to aid other people right Mm -hmm. in in Mm -hmm. their dreams and their ambitions the one thing I can't help you with is self-motivation that's the one thing I can't nobody else can do for you is self-motivation and and you know I say if if you don't plan you do you plan to fail that's right right. and you have to be practical with those things but I always get sad because I see so much potential in so Mm -hmm. many different people Mm -hmm. and what what holds them back is just actually carving out the space for them to actually execute their dreams. Oh my goodness. And, I'm telling you, it'll and that kill comes your dream. With, it, it does. And that's why self-starter being a self-starter is so important. And, and just owning that you have to plan to do something. You have to initiate yourself. If you don't practically carve out work. time, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work folks. I'm telling you, if this is a weakness, um, for you, then I would caution you, uh, as you are considering starting your own company, because the uh, lack of self-motivation and not being a self-starter is, uh, you know, it's a game changer. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to stop all action. And this is the deal. All of us, all of us deal with those days where we just simply don't want to get out of bed. Okay, we just don't want to do it. Um, And so when you are in that transition of uh, starting a business or you are actually running a company, 
um, and you are dealing with a lack of motivation because that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if that that lack of motivation starts to show up frequently during the week, then you know that you are probably uh, uh, in a situation that could ultimately ultimately at the end of the day hinder your ability to succeed as a business owner. And so it really is important for you to be honest with yourself about how self-motivated are you? Make sure that you are a self-starter because there not only is it just in getting up out of the bed, but this comes into play as it pertains to solving problems. Absolutely. Um, Because when problems, you know, manifest, they, they show up. Sometimes people's response is to avoid dealing with them. And if you're an employee and you're not dealing with the problem that you're assigned to correct, you probably will have a supervisor or a manager or somebody's going to come tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, you know, you need to deal with this. But when you're a business owner and you are not addressing Mm -hmm. issues or problems because you don't want to deal with them, nobody's going to come tap you on the shoulder no, and tell you that that needs to be dealt with. But that problem and, and breaking through that obstacle could be the precursor, the trigger, the lever the, that you need to pull in order to push your company to its next level of performance. Totally. But because you are not paying attention or you're not initiating action towards that problem, you allow it to just kind of sit there, right? Yeah. And so being a self-starter is required in many dimensions of business ownership. Which leads to another point is the fact that being a self-motivated and to be an entrepreneur thus requires you to wear many hats. You oh have my to be able to do that, right? And, <laughs> yes. But there's so much tension with that too because I know people, um, when you're developing a company questioning, okay, do I just do this for myself or is this time to expand and start hiring people Mm. to do the job? Do you have money to hire people? Well, exactly. Probably no. Yes. Probably not when you're first starting. I'm just being real. No, it's so true. You better figure it out how to do it on your own. And that's a segue (laughs) to, I want to introduce our our listening audience to uh, Sam Alvarez, who happens to be in the studio with us, Mr. Alvarez. And he is in transition, uh, having uh, become a new business owner, right? And so, Sam, I want to bring you in on this conversation, Uh, not so much in terms of the idea of being a self-starter, because I know you're motivated to get this thing done. However, I would like you to address what Kyla just mentioned about, okay, you're the business owner. You know how to do ABC. You happen to be skilled in audio production, right? Yeah. But you're running a company. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you do as it pertains to the areas of your company that you don't know how to uh, navigate? You know, how are you as a uh, as a new boss? How are you responding to that challenge? <laughs> well, I think I am. I'm still kind of figuring out what my company is exactly. Okay. I think there's kind of two sides to what I want to do right now. Mm-hmm. And there is a really easy way for me to do the services. Like, you know that I can do yes. in production. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really simple. And I can I can already do that. I right. can already. But as far as, like, if I were to do that long term, I'd probably just need a lot of 
savvy and understanding of finances and scaling and all those different things. Because typically, if you're in production, you only have one person. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the things that has been a big um, help to me has been Google. <laughs> Everything is Google. Googleable, folks. And, and YouTube, people. And YouTube. YouTube okay, with real talk. But, yeah. Real talk. But if I could just harp on my husband for a second. Yes. Um, one thing he isn't naming that he actually already does, and I don't know if he, he knows this, huh. but he's great at networking. And that is another point of what it means to be in a place to start a company, right? You have to be good at networking yes. and understanding that this this takes great humility to yes. be in a season like yes. this and to learn from other people. That's right. And one thing that Sam does is when you don't know, you learn to ask and For build a community community to help yes. aid you amen so another point googleable <laughs> and youtube but relationships you're yes. tapping into the other element of business success businesses are built on relationships and so when you're new in a company or, or new in a business and you know okay i can deliver the service that's not a question i know i'm called to that but there's a whole lot of other things wraparound services that are needed to be covered in order to make the business work and you mentioned finance. So we talk about accounting. There's another area, legal, right? Operationally, mm-hmm. you may need help logistically. You may need help with HR. You may need help. Hello, raising, I'm raising my hand right now with IT or social media, <laughs> you know, online digital marketing, raising my hand right now. You know, what do you do? And, and the answer is you work your network. Right. Because you can through relationship building, you can perhaps run into a situation where you can barter. Right. Mm -hmm. You can you can work in a situation where perhaps you you have something you can offer somebody else and then they have something that you need. And you go back to the very first way business got done, folks, before everything was monetized. That's right. right? You barter. It's true. And you know what? Absolutely. I think in, in retrospect, this is my theologian side coming out. Mm-hmm. We, I believe theologically that we are built and designed to have to do this. Yes. Right. This like, I think this is exactly. It's this interdependence where you own who you are, but also you own your weaknesses and mm-hmm. your dependency on people. And, and that is the kingdom of God is, is bringing those things to the table. And I feel like some people have this false notion that because maybe they have to barter their goods, Mm -hmm. that somehow they're less. And that is just Mm -hmm. such a lie of the enemy because the truth is you're valuable and, and people will start to notice your value. Mm -hmm. And that's why you honor people and kind of networking that. That's right. That's right. And if you are in a situation where you choose or you have the opportunity, I should say to barter, here's what I've learned about that. That makes it, it helps you to make sure that this is working well for you. Number one is if you're going to barter, in a situation, don't use that as an excuse for not valuing your services. In other words, and you when you enter into the conversation and you want to barter, make sure that you have valued your services as though you were going to be paid for them. Why is this important? Because you want to negotiate the exchange. 
right? And so if you don't understand what your value yeah, is, that's so good, Jillian. how can you then negotiate what it is that you would want to receive on the other end? Because to make the barter exchange work well, there should be some kind of balance in that exchange. Absolutely. Yes. But if you haven't stopped to say, what's the value of what it is I have to offer? Yeah. Then you're also not able to say, what is it that I would want to receive as a result of this exchange? Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it helps you to be able to do that. If you leave it open to um, conversation without having first thought that through, then you might say, okay, I know I need, like in my case, I know I need digital marketing, uh, social media knowledge that I don't have right now. Okay. So I offer accounting and business coaching services. How much am I willing to give yeah. in, in the form of accounting and business coaching services in terms of what I expect to receive? Yeah, That's true. So if I think about, well, how much is what I'm giving worth, then I can start to think about, well, what would I be willing to pay that person? Let's say if I was going to pay for digital marketing services, right, what would that amount to? Yeah. And I try to make sure that whatever that is, there is a there is a um, exchange that is a equal balance. a balance of the exchange. So I'm not giving away what I would consider to be thousands of dollars worth of accounting and coaching services and i'm receiving you know five hundred dollars worth of social media services in totally. exchange you're gonna feel some kind of way at the end of the day yeah. like maybe the person is like not quite being fair with you and right? that's important too because if you're the one who shortchanges yourself then you're you're you watch people walk away pissed off. I mean, let's just name mm, it. People get mm, pissed off. They feel used. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, you're the one who signed up for it. Mm -hmm. So stop valuing yourself like yeah, that. Yeah, and we haven't talked about that, Carla. But, you know, this whole idea of selling yourself short. Yep. Guys don't have that problem as much as women do. I mean, I, I in business, I think that guys have a... Um, um, mm -hmm, they have an ability to negotiate uh, more favorable terms for themselves because women, my experience is that we tend to always want to give anyway, and we don't really value our worth the same way that, it is true. that men do. I mean, do. there's whole studies proving this is true. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I, I've seen it. And it, it, even in sometimes in my coaching and working with women who are in business, uh, I can see what they're willing to stand for as far as what they're going to price their services at. And I'm saying, wait a minute, that's not really market rate. You should be uh, at a higher price point for your services. And they'll be like, oh, I, I just don't feel like I, I'm, you know, what I'm giving right now is just not quite worth that. And I'm like, what are you saying? It's not quite worth that. The market has already established that, yeah. you know? Oh, but I'm okay. I, I'm just new in the business. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to like give more upfront. You know, I, I can't establish that as my value right away. Whereas when I speak with guys, men who are starting business, they're like, they ain't having that conversation with me. Yeah. Ain't no guy telling me, Oh, I don't think I'm worth that much. They were like, if I tell them, know your prices should be higher they say really yeah how are we gonna do that you know they're, they're leaning into it right so it's just like i think we need to really make sure that 
and I, I mean, I, I'm talking about my clients, but I've been there too. We have to, as women, really establish our value and our worth. It's true. And make sure that in the marketplace, we realize business is business, baby. That's what, um, you know, one of my accountants years ago that worked for me used to tell me that all the time. Julaine, business is business. I say, yeah, it is. So get yourself out of it and yeah. realize that this is an exchange. It's and then, true. you know, value your services appropriately. And you need to name that. And, and co- going into it, maybe as a woman or as a person of color when you're starting a new business Mm -hmm. there are different realities and approaches that you'll have to deal with that Mm -hmm. maybe a white male might not have to and but being aware of those tendencies is also important like confidence like what what is your countenance in a room um how do you self-advocate what what does your posture even look like i mean there's just sell yourself short exactly and there's certain things that you just need to know that like you are valuable you are worth it and there's maybe some unlearning you got to do of like what people have placed on you. But when you're a business owner, like own up, you have something so valuable to the world. Did God call you to it or did he not? And if God is for you, then who could be against you? Right. And so stand in your worth, stand in your worth. That's a, that's a takeaway right there. Just don't sell yourself short. So, so, but I want to go back to Sam for a second. And I want to talk a little bit about, okay, we talked about Google. We talked about YouTube. We talked about bartering, right? Using our network. Um, But when you start a company, you also have very limited cash flow, right? (laughs) And I'll tell you, you know, a lot of times, and Sam, you know, you've been in business long enough to know this is true. But a lot of times when you do have cash flow available to you and you have a problem or a need, you just basically try to write a check to solve it, Mm -hmm. right? Hmm. Um, Go hire somebody who knows how to do it right but when you're a new in business and you can't just write that check right and so now you you're dealing with google youtube all these other uh options but what if you run into a situation where you just don't have uh, a resource that you think you can use to provide the need right Mm -hmm. so then what is your next recourse what is your next option because you got to get the work done mm-hmm. right um we talked last time about sacrificing yes and one of the sacrifices was time with family right yeah so you might find yourself watching a google uh or, or reading something on the internet watching a youtube video and now you got to put into practice what you just learned right and so you're being stretched pass your natural God-given perhaps abilities and giftings and finding yourself doing something like that you totally have no experience in. Talk to me about that. Yeah, I really think um, everything I've ever done, I've always been put in a position where I don't know how to do the job that people would just ask me to do. (laughs) That's very normal in my life. Yep. Um, like when I got hired to become a producer yes. full time, I didn't know how to run the software. Okay. All right. <laughs> and so, yeah. but I'd been around yeah. it, but yeah. I love it. So let's just figure it out. Let's just figure let's it out. Let's figure it out. And um, I think I've, I've always had that tendency. Yes. I think the biggest struggle though with any of this is like, just like if you're going into business, you know, leaving the job that I just left or um, not being there anymore, like it's it's challenged the idea of basically, do I want to start something that I'm totally okay, like falling on my face flat on? And I think 
just starting that maybe creates the muscle, starts building that muscle in you that goes, well, if I need this in order to grow my business, in order to grow the field that God has given me to grow, I'm going to figure it out. Yes. The words that like the drive that people talk about, you know, yes. it's like nothing's going to get in my way to figure this aspect of my business out, yeah. whatever it takes. And and I think, um, I mean, I'm barely months into this, but I think a lot of it is like, OK, I can try this. Well, that didn't work. So what's <laughs> what's the next thing I can do? That's exactly you know? right. And um, um, I think but. Um, I haven't even officially launched my, my venture or whatever, but like, I think the biggest part of it is like, am I ready to fail just trying this, you know? And I think, um, so I'm speaking kind of from a place of like, uh, I think once you pass that threshold, having that understanding that I'm going to fail a lot of things, but if it's going to take me to the next level, I've got to figure it out on my own somehow. That's right. I, I call it being scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have got to, you, you said a few things. You've got to be willing to take the initiative. You've got to be willing to learn. You've got to be willing to say, I can do this. And you got to be scrappy. You know, you, being scrappy to me means you go figure it out. And if you fail in the sense that you don't come up with the best solution and you realize that, then you go back to the drawing board and you keep going until the best solution shows up. And people forget too. Too, that failing is actually a form of still learning. That's right. Because you realize what didn't work. And you so realize you really, what didn't work. You never really backtrack. Right. Um, you're still progressing, but now you're just narrowing the solution. I call it failing forward. Yeah. It's like, right. okay, that didn't work. Let me figure out what does work. And it's like, that's a part of being your own boss. Yeah. And when you're starting a new business or you're starting something, like if you buy an existing franchise or you, you buy a company that has already figured it out, a prototyped it, and you're just basically picking that up and running with it, it's going to be a different experience. But I'm talking about when you got an inspiration for an idea or you have a skill set that you're going to commercialize and you have to build the foundation, the structure that that puppy's going to sit on, right? That's what I'm talking about. You've got to be scrappy. You know, you've got to be willing to fail forward. You've got to be willing to do your homework. And that's why what we were talking about, the fact that there's a sacrifice and this takes some time. This is what we spend our time doing, folks. We We spend our time figuring out and learning how to get it done. Now, if you are in a situation where you've got capital to burn and you can throw money at it, then more power to you. Go throw the money. But if you're bootstrapping it and you are going from scratch and you're trying to save every dollar, then it's going to take you a little bit more time to get to, you know, viable market solution and actually get to launch. Right. That is the reality. That's the reality of being in business and starting something from scratch. So it's like we got to be willing to do the work, got to be willing to be scrappy and and do the things that maybe we don't feel so comfortable doing. And learning in the process, right? right? True. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, be willing to acquire new skills. That's that's the bottom line. And you know what I've learned too, you guys. And then I got to share this with you before we we um, go ahead and and sign off for today. But if you are are willing to to learn new skills, you will actually learn what works in your business. Yes. So well, yes, that when you do get to the point where you have financing, 
to you, hire somebody, uh-huh. you won't be hiring somebody to come do a job that you don't know how to do yourself because or that you, you don't have, know you, you have a what vision needs to be for done. It. You have a vision for yes. it. You can name it. Yes. And you know what? That is, it, when it comes to even it being a good leader, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. if you're running your business, I, mm-hmm. I sure hope you have leadership skills. <laughs> right. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but being a good leader is part of that. You understand the mechanisms, every single piece. Yes. And you can't run things efficiently unless Mm-mm. if you understand the little mechanisms that make the whole thing run. Oh but my God. It, yes. and, and that's the thing is when you're blind mm-hmm. to what needs to be done, you can't mm-hmm. solve the problem. Right. So it's That's true, right? right? Like, oh, I know. I, I ran learn, that restaurant. Okay. You- <laughs> Going back to that story. This is true. I never worked in the restaurant. I didn't know anything about restaurant operations. Oh, yet I invested in a restaurant that needed management on a day to day. Right. You can learn what it takes to run the kind of business that you want to own one day by being an employee of somebody else's business in that field. You can sow into somebody else's vision. And as you do that by selling your services as an employee, you can pay attention to the details. You can learn what you need to learn. And then when you get ready to start your business, guess what? You're not like just fumbling. You know, you go in there with some knowledge and that is really a smart strategy that I suggest that if you do want to go into an existing market and you know that there is a company that's already doing what you want to do one day go work for them yeah go be an employee you know but the point we were making earlier about just being a self-starter and being able to figure things out etc this is this is important and it, it has to do with the situation whether you you've worked for somebody else's in the business or you're starting something totally brand new there are going to be elements of your business operation which you're going to need to learn how to navigate and as you learn how to navigate those well then you can hire some who can help you at some point in time because don't make the mistake of thinking you're going to hire somebody to come in and tell you how to run your business and you haven't figured that out already by yourself. That is the truth. It doesn't work out very well. No. Anyway, so anyway, that's enough for today. I think, uh, Sam, any words of wisdom you might want to leave our listeners um, before we sign off today? Those of them who are in transition or considering starting a business, et cetera, what would you say to them? Um, I think get somebody like Julaine in your life. <laughs> so you're oh doing God, great by listening. Shameless yeah, plug. Exactly. You're doing great by listening to this podcast and my incredible wife. Um, honestly, like I really think where I'm at right now, I obviously don't have everything figured out, but what I, what I continue to go back to is my relationship with God and what, why did God tell me to move, um, move on from the position I was in. And I think it's basically learning to take that leap. And sometimes you need people to help you, mm-hmm. you know, get you off to, to, take that, you know, dive, actually build that thing in your heart. Yeah. And then sometimes yeah. it is that, that waiting. Um, I know you address, addressed that before, but yeah, I think yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to learn. <laughs> I'm trying to get the gumption to just take that step of faith and do it. And that's literally what I'm doing right now. Like Amen. starting to build what's in my heart. And, um, I just, I just don't want to look back on my life and be like, why didn't I start this earlier? 
Amen. So Amen. I think this is that moment, that time. So Go I just it. encourage people to, you know, fail forward. Fail so. forward. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. And thank you, uh, all of you who are listening to Loving God and Making Money. Uh, like Kyla and I say, every time we do this podcast, we do it because we desire that you would be able to go into that marketplace, make more, save, save more, more, give more than you ever dreamed mm-hmm. possible, all to the glory of God. Yes. And um, if you're ready to be a business owner, we're going to help you do that. Yes, we will. So until next week, Kyla. We'll talk to the folks yes, next we week. Yes, we will. We'll see you all later. All right. You guys have a good one. Bye-bye.